Welcome to the Bright Side of Life. My name is Femi Greater Heights, and this is where tech happens. And um, yeah, it has been a long time I dropped something on cybersecurity, right? So um, I'm going to have one just in a heartbeat. I'll be back. Welcome back to Talk Tech, and this is Bog Bouncy Program. And uh, for those of you that you're hearing Bog, it is not cockroach, it is not bed bug. <laughs> it has to do with computers now. So, in quotes, computers. Now, a Bog Bouncy Program, um, some also call it Vulnerability Rewards Program, VRP. Uh, what it means is that um, you can earn money by trying to penetrate hardware and software of enterprise solutions and trying to figure out where the weak points are. I'm trying to break it down. So um, maybe I have a system or I build a software or I operate an hardware that I made or invented. What usually happens is that we have hackers in categories. So we have uh, the black hat hackers, we have the gray hat hackers, and we have the white hat hackers. Now, the white means that um, they are going to hack you or hack your network or hack your infrastructure, but they are not doing it for personal gain. They are not doing it for money or some other things. But the gray hat hackers will um, find a balance, right, between the whites and the black hat hackers sometimes called crackers now but you see those crackers they are the ones that get into your system it could be for political statements it could be to show that one country is more superior than the other country and it could also be that they are looking for financial gains so they are, are trying to do a lot of fishing to get your banking um details they are trying to break into your network infrastructures to cripple you to install malware so it results to a ransomware and they can collect a ransom before they release your files. So there are psychologies, there are mentalities towards those people and they all stand within what is the allowable limits to which a system should be penetrated. Now, as cybersecurity professionals, we want to like break into systems, right? We want to test systems, we want to penetrate those systems. Uh, but sometimes those enterprise solutions do not have bug bounty programs. So that means to an extent, you are literally becoming a black hat hacker because they have not given you permission to hack into their system. But at the end of the day, when they find out that somebody acts into their system, in the person's defense, it will say, I noticed this. I was still going to report it to you guys until you arrested me. So companies came up and said, how can we bridge the gap between those that really want to do penetration testing and make some money and maybe prove a statement or make a mark? And how do we bridge that gap? to our own uh, devices or networks or systems and securing them. So companies started coming up with what we call bug bounty program. And this is a program that rewards you for 
actually reporting a flaw in the system. So if you find that flaw, you report it to them based on the severity of the bug or of the flaw is the amount that they pay you. So sometimes it goes from $200 to $500 up to $250,000. Now there's something called zero day vulnerability. And when flaws like this are not reported, it leads to what we call a zero day vulnerability. Zero day vulnerability is that time frame between when we discover a flaw and between when the owner of those network send a patch to rectify it. So you see that gap because even the companies themselves may not know where the flaw is coming from. So before they patch that flaw, that gap within is called a zero day exploit. So that means within that period, everyone that knows that vulnerability can cash in, steal some credit card credentials, can hack into systems, can do all manner of things until the software or the company or the enterprise solutions rolls out a patch. So we call it a security patch to patch where that flaw is. So just picture it like um, there's a hole in your house. So you go take, um, you didn't know about that hole, then rats start going into your house, eating your gary, then they, they ate your certificate before you took it serious. <laughs> so uh, somebody now reported, oh, I saw this rat entering this part of your house then you go get a cement or a mixture of mortar and you cover that hole so that mixture of cement is called a patch why that hole is called the floor why the rat is called the bug <laughs> so <laughs> i'm trying to bring this in a way that you would understand so it's called bug bounty and a lot of people are cashing in on that in short Techno just opened their own security response center, SRC, and uh, they are rolling out a bug bounty program that rewards up to $7,000 if you find a flaw within their own smartphone lineup. So, you know, uh, Techno has uh, four smartphone lineups, the Phantom, the Camon, the Spark, and the Pova, right? So if you can find a flaw, a critical flaw, you'll be rewarded $7,000. Convert it in your brain because you might be listening to this in the future <laughs> when Naira has gone up or come down. So convert it whenever you listen to this. And um, Techno is not the only company that's rolled out bug bounty program. In short, Techno just announced theirs, which is really cool. Um, but I'm going to say something. But before then, other companies have bug bounty programs. Microsoft give as much as $250,000. Apple give as much as $200,000, but that of Apple is invite only. So they only invite some certain cybersecurity or penetration testers. It's not for everybody. So if you're outside the invite only, even though if you find a bug or a flaw, you may not be rewarded. I said may. Now Microsoft has theirs for Windows 10 security bug that's $250,000. Samsung has theirs at $200,000. And other companies such as Google, Facebook also have reward system. And this really makes sense. Uh, but I want to talk with respect to Techno. If Techno is rolling out generational updates for their phones, let's just say they are rolling 
they are, they are promising, let, let's see Techno wants to promise, that in the next three or four years, we are going to roll out um, OS updates and security updates for the next four years. You know, some companies do not offer four years. Some companies offer just one year. So after that one year, since you cannot upgrade past that software, let's just say from Android 10 to Android 11, you are forced to buy a new phone that has Android 11. So that's how some manufacturers do theirs. But so for some companies like Samsung, Huawei, Apple, that's iPhone, and um, OnePlus and the likes, even Nokia, offer generational update. That means you, to an extent, you are guaranteed of some security patches when there is a zero-day exploit. But let us twist the coin. Let us turn the coin and say, okay, how would they achieve this? This bug bounty of $7,000. Who is eligible to this? Because I've not read the full story from Techno. I've not seen who is eligible, what devices are eligible. Because for Samsung, they have some phones that you can only be rewarded if you find the flaw. Why some other phones you will not be rewarded? So is Techno telling us that uh, if you find a flaw from the first generation of Techno, they are going to reward you. I do not have those details at this time because the news just broke out. So we want to know how many devices fall into this category. Is it the new lineups of the phone, say from 2017 or 2015 to 2021 and beyond? Or there is a certain criteria uh, for you to join. But note, for bug bounty, it is usually for the parent company not for a third-party um, uh, software or is a third-party service. So what do I mean? Let's say, for example, the, the thing that you are reporting on the Techno phone was not originally a flaw from Techno. It was from installing a software that breached that particular uh, security system of that phone. You may not be rewarded because the same thing applies to Samsung. I do not know the one for uh, Techno, but I know for Samsung, they do not reward you when you find a vulnerability from a third party running on any Samsung device. Because Samsung will tell you that you are to know that this is not safe for your phone. So if you use it and it breach your Samsung phone, uh, we are not going to reward any bug bounty hunter uh, that reports that particular flaw. So this is how they work. and. At the end of the day, do you win cool cash? Yes. Is there viability in the cybersecurity space? Yes, a million times. Now, remember I said something and I said this vulnerability is reported by bug bounty hunters, right? Because there is a program run by these companies. We have seen several times where people try to penetrate a company and the company takes it up and say, you are trying to break into our system, to cripple our infrastructure. So if you are in that space, know the rights, know the terms and conditions before you start breaking into systems. Know the penetration rules for that company. Know if they have a bug bounty program before you venture into such uh, ridiculous moves <laughs> if you're not uh, a certified cybersecurity professional. It is important. 
that you are certified. Now, on another angle, what about companies that use open source uh, programs? Now, Linux is open source, obviously. A lot of people are building technologies from Linux. And some other services are open source. So who is providing the security for open source networks? And that is where the HackerOne initiative comes in. So the HackerOne is more like an organization. They get founded. In short, they just got a recent sponsor. Um, let me not say sponsor, now sponsors. Uh, such as Elastic, Facebook, Figma, GitHub, Shopify, and TikTok. And they have announced that they will be contributing resources for HackerOne to provide a safe haven for open source software and open source networks, which is really good because this takes care of open source platforms that the company do not have bug bounty. It's so obvious. Something is open source means it's not owned by anybody. So nobody cares what happens through it. But now we're having some meaningful contributions uh, to Akawan uh, initiative, and they are making the cyber uh, space more secure. I really, really like this particular information because it gives me a lot of confidence that the future has a lot, but man is prepared to shoulder all of that. And you should be prepared as well to shoulder all of these multiple attack surfaces coming up every day, uh, newer devices, foldables, smartwatch, smart glass, AR glasses, VR headsets, and the list is endless. So we need to secure. Something is in an ecosystem. If you secure your TV, you must secure your phone. Why? Because your TV is connected to the phone. If you secure your phone, you must secure your smartwatch because your smartwatch is connected to your phone. So that is why I said in this next generation we are moving to of interconnected devices, we need to ensure that we leave no stone unturned. See you guys in the next one.